Welcome to the Dogcast for Greyhound Racing SA. Visit grsa.com.au. Yes, hello everyone and welcome to the Dogcast, the first one for 2021. Uh, I'm your host, Sean Matheson, GRSA's Racing Manager, and I'm here again with our guest host, Kurt Donsberg. Kurt, who did a fantastic job at the end of 2020 in our Christmas edition show. We've got him again here first up. In January, uh, and obviously Kurt's on here. He's our uh, trackside photographer, and with Tim Edwards unavailable, it's great to have you here again, Kurt. Yeah, it's nice to be back, mate. Back in the big boy seat, and we're at um, the Flash uh, Studio here in King William Street today, aren't we? And it's um, it's Mickey Mouse, isn't it? It's, uh, it's got all the bells and whistles, but uh, a nice little view out there on King William Road or King William Street, whatever it is. But uh, I tell you what, um, I used to work in the city for ten years, and I don't know how I did it. That traffic this morning was an absolute nightmare. So, yep. um, you know, you've got 427,000 cars trying to get into one lane with a tram and a bus and people and um, hectic. But, uh, yeah, no, it's good to be back, Sean. And uh, we've got a fair bit to unpack today on today's show, haven't we? With, um, we're going to preview the SA Sprint Championship final coming up on Thursday night. Um, we'll have a look back over the Cates of Scandal Christmas Sprint, which was won by Jack's Well in pretty dominating fashion. And we'll have a bit of a look over the uh, 2020 Greyhound of the Year contenders. We've got five there, and, and that, mm. that, um, that list is uh, hotter than a vinyl car seat in summer. And we'll also have a chat with Lisa Rasmussen, who has rushes in the final on Thursday night. So a fair bit to get through today, Sean. Yes, Kurt. Really looking forward to it. Let's get into the show. The Week in Review. Yes, well, our Week in Review, it's brought to us by Fresh Pet Food Co, proud suppliers of fresh pet food for our GAP SA Greyhounds in the GAP prison programs. And they are based right here in South Australia. Visit their website, freshpetfoodco.com.au for more information. Well, Kurt, let's jump straight into it. Let's have a bit of a look at uh, uh, last week. Oh, sorry, not last week, uh, a few weeks ago. It goes very quick. And we'll touch on the uh, the Kate's account. Kate's a scandal Christmas sprint final, which was won by Jackswell. Uh, Cameron Butcher looks to have another star chaser in the making, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. Uh, Jackswell was very, very impressive. And uh, uh, yeah, he uh, he jumped out quite slowly, actually. It was only a 4.52 first split. And then he's finished, um, finished up uh, in seventh spot uh, with a lap to go there at the post. And uh, there's a little bit of trouble on the first bend with Springvale, Lizzie and Power Burner getting into a bit of a tangle and they've gone wide and somehow he's gone from seventh to second in, in the space of 60 metres and uh, he's found himself right on the back of Corborn Scar and you know with his run home times he's mm. going to be hard to beat and, and he did just that and he's come home at 12.56 and, and he's um, he's uh, won it in pretty impressive fashion in 29.61 I think it was from memory which was um, very, very good but like you said, he's uh, Cam can train a dog, he can find a dog mm. and and this one looks all right. And, and the other interesting thing is on Thursday night, his brother's having his first start in race two there. Uh, in fire, the maiden? Yeah, fire strike. So, um, and you've got to remember, like, this dog's not even two years old mm. yet. So he's got he's got a massive future. And I was talking to Tim Edwards out at Gawler on um, Sunday night, and he reckons this thing uh, could be something to look forward to in the Adelaide Cup this year. So, And he's probably okay. right too, because if he keeps doing what he's doing, um, he's going to be an imposing animal. As you said, um, still very young. He went 29-61, defeated Helen's Teddy, Beck Remain, who we had on the show, Kurt. Yeah, yeah, um, a lot of the trainers we have on the show do seem to have some good success. So yeah. she's having a she had a terrific season last season and, and no doubt this season will be the same. And 
Corborn Scar finished up the top three. So that was our feature race at the end of Christmas at Angle Park. And our feature race um, at Gawler um, was the uh, Gawler Classic, which was um, we were meant to have heats uh, uh, in late December. Um, but there was no heats. We had a one-off final on January the 3rd, and we had Fly for Tricks return to SA after running second in the uh, Heat of the Silver Chief and started a very short price favourite. Found plenty of trouble on the first yeah, turn. Absolutely did. And um, Oakvale style for Nathan Wilson, um, that, that Oakvale breed. Nathan's got a, a, a having a terrific run with uh, these dogs, and Oakvale style was able to pinch a break on Fly for Tricks and uh, get the job done in 30.94. Yeah, it was. Um, uh, Fly for Tricks was just dead unlucky on that first bend. She was posing up really nice from the wide box and um, just copped a check when it just didn't need it going around the first bend and, and Oakvale style just zipped around it. I think the the thing I took out of that race was little um, Zinfa Del Tori. Mm. Gone 3.14 first split and then gone down the back in 15.96. And if it could just find an extra couple of lengths down the, the run home, it'll be a formidable dog. And it did it again um, at Angle Park the other day. Um, Really fast early, really fast down the back, and then stop like it'd been shot. But uh, um, but no, all credit to, to Nathan. He's a he's a good bloke, Nathan. He's um, just become the vice president of Murray Bridge Committee okay. too. So mm. um, second in charge to Big Nev, Neville Leckel. So um, um, but yeah, no, he went really well. Um, Thirty and ninety four for the win. Um, and I think just a testament to Nathan is he's he's got that uh, connection and relationship with. Um, Jeff and Angela are over there in Victoria, and he, they've sent him many dogs. So my, uh, my girl Kizzy came over for the Oaks, and yep. uh, that was part of their sort of deal. And, and then also now racing for him at the moment is Runaway Lad, which is a dog they didn't think had the ability to win over in Victoria. But since Nathan's had it over here, it's had um, six starts for four wins, a second and a third. So um, I guess it's just a testament to his character and mm. um, the, the high regard that people hold him. And he can certainly train a dog, that's for sure. And um, uh, I think he ran second in the Gawler Participants Cup last year at the Greyhound of the Year dinner, so uh, he can also run himself, so um, he's a good lad. Very good. A, a lot of strings to his bow, no doubt. Absolutely. Um, that completed the um, the series for the Brian Johnson. It wrapped up that series that all the, the, the dogs pay up for. Um, looking at it, just a couple of performances, before we have a, a look at these five finalists for Greyhound of the Year, which is going to be fantastic, a couple of performances of note, and I'll just cast our minds back to last Thursday night, and there was a lot of talk around the staying race last yeah, Thursday night yep. with Good One, a dog that apparently broke the internet, although I can get on the internet, so <laughs> apparently he did break it um, when he won at Wentworth Park uh, in the middle of the year, but his form sort of t- tapered away and yeah. he found himself in Victoria, and, and Darren Fisher brought him across to SA to take on our, you know, our gun stayer yep, with absolutely. Sir Truculin and um, Line Seeker going fantastic, well, fantastically well. Um, and he was able to get the job done. Didn't run fantastic time, but I think um, he just, Darren probably wanted to get him just a little bit closer to the field. And SA, yeah. he might have felt he could be a bit closer. Yep. Um, he got the job done. He's, he's in again this Thursday night. Um, so Truculent, disappointing, but he was found to be injured yeah, after the he, race. Yeah, pulled up with a sore wrist. Um, and I think it was his left wrist. And, and to be honest, when he went past me, uh, where I take the photos um, in the races, I thought he had actually broken down. Like mm. he, the, the way he was sort of running when he was approaching the 388 boxes with a lap to go, I thought, oh, he's in all sorts of bother here. But uh, it sort of just looked like he pulled up a bit short, but um, sort of stretched out. But he just, it wasn't the Satrakland of old where at the 7.30 you'd see him click another gear and off he'd trot. But yep. uh, um, yeah, a bit disappointing, but uh, uh, two weeks off uh, on Vets Advice. So 
Uh, there is some rumour that he's heading up to um, Brisbane for the Brisbane Cup, sort of uh, Stayers Cup up there. Okay. But uh, whether or not he gets there in time or whether or not he's right for it, um, time will tell, I guess. But um, you're right, he was a little bit disappointing. I think, though, I think the highlight of that was a good one, which is a, a, a dog that has a big reputation. Um, yeah. And Sir Truculent, a dog also has a big reputation. They were in a match up. And yeah. to be fair, it got a lot of national exposure that these yeah. two dogs were going to clash. It, it, was a, it was a very good run when he did um, you know, break the internet. He, yeah, he's, yeah. He's gone from, and it was very almost Sir Truculent-esque, where he's, he's gone from last to first yep. and just, and I think what made that was also similar to Tim Edwards' call of the 2019 Adelaide Cup, where the, where the race yeah. callers got right involved and yeah. it just, he's let rip with this almighty call and this dog's just come from nowhere and... Um, yeah, like you said, it was it was impressive to watch, but uh, I actually didn't think he was going to get the job done on Thursday night. I thought mm. he might have been a bit underdone, and and you know, perhaps he, they've got the right idea. Come over here and get his confidence up and see how he goes. But I did hear he he sold for a lot of money, mm, okay, quite, quite a bit of money. So um, yeah, um, who knows where he might end up? But it'd be interesting to see how he uh, backs up. Sometimes it's harder on the second go at the seven hundred run, whether you're not you you go on with it or you're just sort of a bit flat from your first run, but. Uh, yeah, all, all credit to the team that brought him over here. They they obviously set him for a race. He's done the job he needed to do, and, and you can't ask any more than that. Uh, and we'll look forward to see what he can do this Thursday night. And we're going to talk about the SA Sprint uh, final later in the show, but we had the heats last Thursday night. And, Kurt, I'll see what you made of both heats. We had rushes, and we've got our special guest, Lisa Rasmussen, coming on the show later. Rushes, um, Drew Box 1, was able to get the job done in 29.95. Jack's well, ran home very powerfully to, to just get edged off by a nose. Air Marshall ran a good third and Shadow Mist qualified. Uh, didn't seem to have the same sort of zip over the last little stages. He copped a big bump early in the race. Um, that was the top four. What did you make of that first heat? Yeah, I, I agree with you there, Sean. I thought um, Sooty, old Shadow Mist, just looked a little bit off his game. He he, um, he jumped from the four, he sort of headed left and smacked into the two and then he's ricocheted off that and hit the five and yep. um, that was sort of his run done, I think. But uh, I guess... The thing that I, I probably didn't like the most about it was his um, run down the back. He had a little bit of clear air to get going again, and, and typically you'll see him go 16.60, 16.70. And on Thursday night, he's only pulled out a 17.20, so um, probably a little bit short of a run. But, it, I mean, we speak about him a lot, and he's, it's, he's sort of been the pin-up dog for Greyhound Racing in South Australia for a while, mm. but he hasn't raced at Angle Park before Mon- uh, last Thursday since September. Yeah. So, yep. you know, he's been to lots of different tracks, and you know, I don't know if he's trialled yet. I know he's trialled at Murray Bridge, but... Um, yeah, look, I, I think it would be much better for the run. Mm. Uh, yeah, and uh, he's got the box he wants, which is box one on in the final next Thursday night. But, uh, yeah, time will tell. I, I hope I'm wrong, and I hope I see a really good battle. But um, um, certainly the winner rushes. Um, like you said, we'll talk to Lisa a little bit later on, but he's coming back from an injury as well. So, I mean, yep. he, he can go 29-37. He, and he's, I think he's one of the fastest dogs I've seen run home in 12-46. So, yeah. yep. I mean, he can zing home all right, but... Um, uh, in middle of December, he got 14 days for a wrist and a triangle muscle injury. So um, they've given him plenty of time off. So it'll be interesting to see what Lisa says about it and how he's pulled up, and especially after the run last week, to see sure. um, how he's pulled up from that. But uh, yeah, it was uh, all credit to him for winning it. And Jack's well again. Um, yeah, he's, like we said, he's a dog on the up. So um, okay. he's, he's going to be all right. That was the first heat. And the second heat, uh, wasn't it fantastic to see? Kurong Lucy, who. Uh, bounce right back to her brilliant best, 29.53 leading throughout. That was on the back of two short course, very fast wins. But 
Whether she was going to get the 500 and how easy she'd do it, gee, she did it very easily. Defeated Major Major. Uh, they were the two top picks in the market. Major Major didn't begin as well, um, and he can be very hit and miss, Major Major. He still ran a good second, and Rogue Planet for Stephen Brook got into the, the top three with Major Havoc. Uh, qualifying for the final. Uh, what did you make of the return to the, her very best? Oh, look, she's, there, there was a lot of races earlier on in the night and they're all going 30-ish, 29, 20, 95 or 30.04 and whatever. And and then for Lucy just to pop out and just go, hey, hold my beer, boys. We'll just get this done in 29.53. Yeah. I mean, like, like everyone says, it doesn't matter about the track. It doesn't matter where you're racing. Good dogs are going to run good time. So, and yeah, she's a good dog. Yep. She's, she is a quality dog. And you know, again, another Cameron Butcher dog. We, we know she's Greyhound of the Year finalist. I think she was a finalist last year as well. And she's mm. doubled up back to yep. back on that. So, I mean, you don't get any better, do you really? Yep. So, um, box two in the final on, on Thursday night. I, I can't see anything leading her. And I don't know if I can see anything running her down either. So um, oh, I'm looking forward to getting your top yeah, three. Uh, yeah. I have an inkling which way you're going to lead lean to there. Yeah. <laughs> um, they were two fantastic heats. So we'll talk, we'll talk about the, the the final very soon. Let's uh, jump into these five fantastic finalists for SA Greyhound of the Year 2020. Uh, what an outstanding lineup that we've got here, and it's a it's a tribute to the SA racing at the moment, Kurt. That these five dogs, um, in any other year, would be a strong contender to win in their own right, and yep. and I think it's that's why it's wide open this year. And we'll just quickly run through them for the listeners of the Dogcast. We've got Kurong Lucy. Uh, she had 19 wins for the year, uh, 89,000 in stake money. You know, what, what didn't she do? She mm. she won the SA Sprint final last year. Uh, she uh, won the Group 3 Howard Ashton, undefeated through that series, won Heat of the Adelaide Cup. Uh, she's uh, just been an outstanding greyhound. Uh, we look at Golden Knight and Golden Knight for Troy Murray, and he's had a fant- fantastic season last oh, season. He, he's everything... You put a collar on, just turned to gold. It was, it was unbelievable. Group one winner, and it was 14 years between drinks for SA trainers. Uh, well, not for SA trainers, for Troy Murray. Yeah, with Miss Spicy. Miss Spicy. But yeah. it, it doesn't happen too often that we get an SA dog win our a group one feature. No, we had uh, seven in it one year, and the Victorian stole it from yes. us as well. So that was uh, not ideal. So Golden Knight, nine wins, 18 starts, 73000 in stake money. Um and also the, the SA Match Race Series, who could forget that, ran the same time as Catch the Thief and Any, uh, any normal nosed. day, that was a dead eat. So, uh, yeah, no, you could almost chalk that up as a win too. But, uh, yeah, he's a um, tough dog. But he's out at the moment. He's done a hock. So, um, okay. yeah, he's got, he's got three months off. But he's, he's, apparently he's going all right. So, uh, okay. he'll, he'll get back. With Looking forward to seeing him back yeah, on absolutely. the track. Yeah. Major Major is, is our third finalist. And Major Major raced all year. What a super dog he is as well. 42 starts, 24 wins. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, made the champion puppy final. Made the state final of the National Sprint Series. Won the heat and final of the Group 3 um, SA Derby. Won the Group 3 Gawler Cup. Made the Adelaide Against Cup Golden final. Against Golden too. So that, oh. was, that, that was a good run. That was a really good race, actually, yep. when they've gone there. And, and I thought Golden Knights was going to do exactly what he did in Adelaide Cup and zip up the inside. Yep. But Major Major said, no, nah, it's my time to shine this time. Thanks, fella. But uh, no, very, very good dog. And, and like you said, moved on to Brisbane Cup as well and, and went into the Silver Chief with yeah. Group 1 heat. So Took him into state. Uh, Shadow Mist, again, one of the most talked about dogs for SA in a long time. A, yeah. a really, a, a really, you know, on the national scene, there was no better dog for SA um, and took on the challenge of the million dollar chase, winning a heat, uh, well, sorry, winning a semi final. Also won a heat of the Group 1 Hobart 1000. 
but also won the the state final, the national sprint series, twenty nine twenty nine, best yep. time for the year at Angle Park. Yep. Uh, Eighteen starts, thirteen wins, fifty three thousand in stake money, and we've spoken about Ryan and Lauren. What a fantastic they've job they have done with this greyhound. Yeah, it's been a fair ride from I think so, and and also. Um, I got to meet the owner, Sharon uh, and Matt Crow, the other day. They were down at Angle Park. They were sort of hoping he was going to run uh, the week before, but it just wasn't quite right. And um, got myself a nice little shadow Miss Stubby Holder. So uh, <laughs> that's had a bit of a workout and had a couple of beers and that. But uh, yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's been a great ride for, for not just them, but for all of us. I think we've all been on the, the sooty yep. train. So um, yeah, to see how well they do. And, and, and I think it's just been unfortunate for them that they've, they've had the balls to go after these big races and, mm. and haven't quite landed that big fish yet. But uh, yeah. their time will come. It's, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, he's, he's, he's not a particularly old dog. So um, yeah, he, he'll still get, I think he'll still be going around this time for the Adelaide Cup this year. So time will tell, but uh, very, very handy dog. And rounding out the top five, Kurt, a uh, fabulous top five, Sir Truculent for Wally Harkins, um, 46 starts, 28 wins, Won all the staying races here in South Australia, and there was that. that Wally just had his, you know, his three and a half thousand dollar collect every Thursday night because yep. he kept going around and winning. Uh, but he took on the best interstate as well in uh, finishing second in the Group One Bold Trace uh, and made the Top Gun Stayers. Uh, but as I said, made one of the feature staying race, the Premier's Cup, the state final of the uh, of the distance. And again, he's another dog that has a big following. Absolutely, he does, and. And if he had it just had that ability just to make a split decision in the bold trees, I reckon he would have won that because yeah. he was right behind the leader. He didn't know whether to quite go try and go through the rail or around the outside. And ultimately, he's gone around the outside, and he was still coming. He would have been the first dog in the pen by a long way, but just just that you know snap decision where he just didn't quite make it in time. And it, but you know, to run second in a Group One is still a massive effort, and um, probably the best day we've had since Bogey Beckham. I would have thought. Yeah, uh, Bogey Beckham was. I mean, he won the. The Galaxy over in Perth, which is Group One, he won the Top Gun, which is Group Two, and yeah, it's um, it's a hard gig trying to get a stayer. I mean, mm. a, lot, a lot of the times, week in, week out, we only get four or five in it, and you know, a lot of people have tried and a lot of people have failed. So, um, you know, it's um, well done to Wally, and I think he's come back back a little earlier from his his knee operation, and and yeah, it's um, good to see him back at the track. But uh, look at. Uh, 46 starts, 28 wins, eight seconds and three thirds. I mean, you've only missed a place, what, seven times. So yep. um, he's a good dog, but you know, is, is he going to be Greyhound of the Year? I don't know. Um, I know you're on the panel and I know yep. you, you've got to be a bit tight lipped and yep. um, I can probably talk a bit more than you can, but uh, yep. look, I, for me, I don't know. Should we go into it? Should we talk about it? Well, um, again, I, I think... It, it, I don't think the winner's obvious, put it no, that way. It's, it's um, probably not. I think you could probably rule out a couple, but I don't know. I, I, I don't, I'm not sure what the criteria is for voting. Like, a couple yeah. of years ago, I thought Bogey Beckham probably was sure. going to win it. I mean, he had, he'd won more prize money than all the other dogs combined. And like I said, he's had a group one and a group two, and he's he's only been beaten by a vote by On Fire, and On Fire was yep. literally On Fire that year. He, yeah. was, he was a good, smart dog, but... Uh, um, the voting's changed, I believe. There's seven on the panel now instead of five. Well, um, there was a, a bit of attrition with some of our members, and, we're, and we, we had got it down to five. But you're right. The the the, the panel now is a panel of seven. Yep. Uh, they cast their votes five through to one, with five being their their top pick. Yep. Um, and you know, it is they take all factors into consideration: the yep. career record, the races, all of that. It it is an opinion vote, though. Yeah. Um, with seven judges, you would you would hope. That across um, the board, they they ultimately get get 
get the right result or yeah. or get a result. Yeah. It was seven panellists. Um, generally, that's what's going to happen. But the point I'd say about this year is that, um, you know, it's uh, you could easily see... Any, um, any dog win. You could. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. think the only surprising thing for me was that Shadow Miss has only had 18 runs in South Australia. Yeah. And like we were saying before, we, we speak about him in a lot. He's been probably the pin-up dog for GRSA. And, yep. And to, to only have had 18 starts just seems um, really yeah. light on, doesn't it? Because it feels yeah. like he's been here forever. Yeah, no, you're right. Um, um, and, I mean, he, he came to South Australia middle of the year. He did, yeah. Um, and same with Golden Knight as well. And, well, he's had uh, 18 starts as well. Yeah. So. But they've got, again, as you said, uh, they're very talked about dogs. And yeah. it's a credit that, that the body of work they've been able to put in a short space of time. Yeah. Um, that may or may not work against them when it comes to a selection criteria. Yeah. But, um, you know, I, I, I actually don't think the, the dogs in the top five could have done any more. They've been no, fantastic for South no. Australia. And, and Kurong Lucy, I mean, she's only had 25 starts, but she's been out with injury for probably four or five months of, of yep. the last year. So, um, you know, to, to win 19 of them and, and you know, she's greyhound of the month here in January, February and May. And if she had kept sound, I mean, when she came back for the Adelaide Cup heats mm. and she's she's blistered through that and just yep. thought, hang on, she's back in town here. And then and then the final, that's when you're mixing it with the big boys and, you know, she probably just got found out, maybe just a little run short and, same with every other dog where you know, your second run might either make you or break you. So, yeah. And I think the second run, she's probably just um, come up a bit short that day. But uh, look, it would be interesting if we had a public poll somewhere just to see what the public think and then what the actual result might be. But uh, um, look, it's going to be a great night. It's, it's yeah. held at Angle Park this year. And, and I think when I spoke to you earlier in the week, um, we were talking perhaps, I thought it might have been more space because of COVID and we need to separate people a bit more. But it's actually going to be more people that have actually got a, a, a live interest in, in, in what the what the result might be. Yeah, Kurt, uh, absolutely. I think it's twofold. I think um, when we made the decision to move to Angle Park, we just wanted to make sure that we had enough space for the yeah. people coming along. But but when you looked at the five finalists, and, and in past years we've we've had, you know, some dominant dogs. Yeah, um, yeah. But in, in this year with the five finalists, you know, they, you know, it's great to have the trainers, the connections, the f- people associated with these dogs because yeah. it, it's not just one person. And we'll talk to Lisa later on uh, in the show. There's a, a, a team behind and you want to get Absolutely them on. It's their special night. Yep. So we wanted to make it so that these people didn't have any restriction to go. Yep. But it is open to the public as well. Yeah, okay. um, yep. People can get tickets, yep. uh, $60 um, to come along. It's on the Saturday the 30th of January. Uh, it's a wonderful night for the industry uh, um, and, you know, all worthy winners, all worthy finalists. So we do look forward to what uh, what is going to be a fantastic night. Yeah, it's. Uh, I know the trainers and, and owners definitely look forward to it. There's uh, a fair bit of booze that gets consumed and everyone has a good night. And I, thought, I remember uh, uh, last year um, when... 5.30, won the stayers race, and mm-hmm. all the boys, all the lads from the Crazy Mary Syndicate come over, and, and they had a great night. We all had a great night, and um, I know that, you know, after all the formalities are done, the um, Greyhound trainers uh, trying to dance is um, <laughs> pretty ordinary, but uh, they have a crack. So, yep. uh, it, no, it's, it's a great night out, and, and, and if you are a member of the public and you want to come down and have a little bit of a look and, and, and see what goes on, it's, you know, like you say, 60 bucks for a seat or a table of 10 for 500, so, yep. um, you know, it's and that gets you your, your meals, your um, drinks, your, all your entertainment, the whole lot. So, and, and it really is a great night out. So, um, yeah, I, I'm looking forward to it. I've been, I look forward to it every year. It's, um, 
nice to get the misses out. And and you know, last year we had a good good night with uh, the Rawlings table, and we sat with Nathan and and his wife Kerry and Ken and Mel Trowbridge, and um, no, it was a great night out. So no, I'm looking forward to it, and uh, I'll be very very interested in see what the winner might be this year. All right. Well, that is our look back at the week and the last few weeks in review. The preview. Well, Kurt, the preview and the previews brought to us by SA Greyhound Tips Twitter feed. Free tips for SA Metro Greyhound meetings. Search at the Dogs SA and get on board. And as always, gamble responsibly. And Kurt, our big feature um, in January is the SA Sprint uh, Final. Uh, it's going to be held this Thursday night at Angle Park. And we did just touch on the finalists of the Greyhound of the Year, and there's a few of them have qualified for the SA Sprint Final this Thursday night. And, Kurt, we'll, we'll go through the, the final finalists first, mm-hmm. uh, and then we'll have a bit of a preview of what we think is going to happen um, in the race. And so it's going to be race eight on the program, 9.04 p.m. One is Shadow Mist for Lauren Harris. Two, Kurong Lucy for Cam Butcher. Three is Major Havoc. Tony Rasmussen, four, Rogue Planet for Stephen Brooke, five is Rushes for Lisa Rasmussen, six, Air Marshal for Ray Murray, seven, Jack Swell for Cam Butcher, eight is Major Major for Troy Murray, the reserves, nine, Springvale Anna for Bob Fletcher, and ten, Powerstone also for Stephen Brooke. There is no um, tab fixed odds market out on this race yet, but in looking at it, it looks as if the market leaders will be... um, Shadow Mist and Corong Lucy drawn one and two. They look like they've drawn to advantage, Kurt, for this race. Yeah. Um, and they, so they should be market leaders and and probably going to be very strong contenders and probably going to be up there on the speed. Yeah, I think you're right, Sean. I think um, Shadow Mist, if they could have picked a box, box one would have been it. So um, he's had a bit of success out of the, the red box there. He's had 13 goes for six wins and, and two minors. So um, I just... I just don't know if I can see him leading. Um, Kurong Lucy, she just has that ability just to go bang. And uh, and when she goes bang, she goes bang in a big way. So, uh, like Shadow Mister has gone 439 in the past, but uh, the other day, like we said, he had that bit of trouble early where he was in the four and he, he smashed with a two, and he's only gone uh, 458, which is pretty pedestrian for him. But uh, Kurong Lucy, she can go 430, and she goes uh, you know 440s fairly regularly. Um we haven't really seen her, like you said, she had a couple of short runs um, over the, the 388 and she's gone 2188, only a length outside of Air Marshall's track record and she's come back and gone in uh, 2213, which is still flying. Yep. Um, 440 for her first go back over. But uh, look, I don't think she'll have any trouble leading. Um, I think Shadow Mist, if he's right on her hammer, mm-hmm. there's, there's going to be a real big race. But I've, I've been thinking about it for a little while and how I sort of reckon it might unfold. But I think... Kurong Lucy will probably be out in front. I think Shadow Mist will be right down the back. And I'm I'm thinking Jack's Well might be a hooked on Scott sort of thing where we're concentrating on the two dogs in front and yep. all of a sudden Jack's Well just goes bang down the outside. So um, that'd be my top three. And if I had to put him in order, I'd, I'd probably suggest um, Kurong Lucy on top with uh, Shadow Mist second and and perhaps Jack's Well running third. But, you know, I think you can throw a blanket over those three. There's probably a couple you might be able to leave out. But, uh, you know, they're all in the race and they've all got a chance, haven't they? So... It's, yeah, um, I, I mean, I think as you said, I, I I think you've read the race how how it will <laughs> probably unfold. I, yeah. I just can't see anything leading Kurong Lucy no. um, from out wide. We know Major Major can begin on his night, but more times than not, he's probably a four fifty dog, um, yeah. very strong. 
does like the wide draw, though. He, yeah. he has had a bit of success from there. He's, he's yep. had five goes for, for two wins and two minors. But uh, like you say, I mean, even if he can go 437, he's still got to cross all that yeah. traffic to get to the front. Uh, and I I think Lucy will be off and gone by then. So, uh, yeah, I, I think I think you're right. I think Lucy will lead. Uh, I think Shadow Mist, I think... Um, won't won't cop the same bump he copped last week. I no. think he will be able to get a free run to the first turn. And I think Kurong Lucy, she does like to stay a little bit away from the rail. So I think that Shadow Mist is going to get the opportunity to rail hard. And I think it's just a matter of whether uh, he can run down Kurong Lucy. Well, they they both got very similar back splits as well. They were yeah. you know, 1660, 1670. So it's, it's all going to be that run home. And like I was saying before, if, if they've, really pressuring each other and, you know, the, the tank's empty coming around the bend and, you know, you look for Jack's well coming down the outside. And like I said, he's, he's gone 12.56 and, yep. um, but I guess you can't also rule out rushes. And we'll, we'll, like, yeah. I said, we'll, we'll, <laughs> this, like I said, every dog in this race has got a chance and rushes with a 12.46 run home. If he gets a little bit of clear, it's just the box. I'm, I'm not sure about the box. He's only had two starts from there in his lifetime. Yep. He's had one win and, you know, if, if something happens to go left or right or whatever and, just like Fly for Tricks and the, the Gawler Produce, uh, Gawler Classic rather, you just don't need that check at the wrong time. And if you do, you know, these guys don't muck about. And, yeah. Well, well, I think uh, the, the, such the, the way the race is and, and such speed and stamina that these dogs have, I think if any dog gets a clear under the first turn and they're sitting second, third or fourth, I think they're going to think they're a, a chance, to, chance yeah. to, to run past whoever's leading. Yeah. Um, whether it be a, if a Coron Lucy's in front or for a, if an air marshal pings out mm. and, and leads. Yeah. I think that there's the, the likes of Rushes, uh, Major Major and Jack Swell from out wide who have drawn a bit awkwardly, they're going to feel that there's still a chance as long as they get a good clear under the first turn. Well, I think that's going to be the benefit of Kurong Lucy to all those dogs because mm. she's going to clear them and there's going to be room all over the place. So uh, I think um, Shadow Mist is probably going to lob that second. But, you know, Air Marshall as well, have a look at his times there. Uh, yeah, he's gone 442 first split. And like you say, Major Major's gone 437 first split. And I think perhaps the one that might be a, a bit of a smoky is... Like I say, Jack's world. Like he, he's, mm. if there's going to be trouble, he's going to be off it because he doesn't jump. Like yep. he's, like we said uh, in the Cates of Scandal um, Christmas Sprint Final, there he's he was four sixty two first split and was sitting seventh, and then yep. all of a sudden he's sitting second. So he's gone from second last to second first. So, yep. um, yeah, it's any, like, you could run these races six or seven times and get six or seven different results, couldn't you? But, uh, yeah, I, I can't see Kuron Lucy getting headed. Okay, well, I'm with you, Kurt. I think uh, she has drawn to lead and drawn to win. I think it'll take an exceptional performance to run her down. Yep. Um, and so that's the SA Sprint Championship final. That's going to be a great race on Thursday night. Race eight. We also have heats of the John Gray on Thursday night. we got four heats there. Some some um, exceptionally grade five dogs running around in this series. Um, but it's a really strong program. And Kurt, have you cast your eye over the program and found a winner for the listeners? I have had a look over the the program, Sean. And uh, now let me get this right: the John Gray, it's heats, then semis, and then finals, or just heats and then finals. Heat to a final. So, so with four first heats, two, first, first two, two through. Okay, so first and second. And I think my best bet's going to be in. In a heat of this, I like race four, number two, Sentinel McLaren for Tanya Foster. I think, um, forget its last run up at Murray Bridge, it, it drew wide, um, copped a check, and then just continued. It got more checks and you know, than a no bank SA across the road here. But uh, <laughs> um, loves the inside. It's got box two. It's had 10, ten starts from the inside two. It's won seven of them. Uh, yep. Been placed the other three. Hasn't been unplaced. 
uh, has got a best time of uh, 29.81. Best time out of box two, which is the box that's got on Thursday from 29.87. And I think that's probably going to be good enough. The only query I've got in that race is the dog on its inside, which is Golly Gumdrops, which yep. is um, uh, Adam Mant had it flying up here. Um, mm-hmm. Then it uh, had a change of kennels for whatever reason. And, yep. um, yeah, he was, or she rather, was uh, going 22.70s out there at uh, Gawler and 29.75 here at Angle Park. And, has won uh, a lot of races down at Mount Gambier since Tracy Price has taken it over, uh, over the 5.12. I think 29.72 was one of her best times recently, but uh, uh, hasn't been up to Angle Park for a while, So, and, and I'm not really um, sure or convinced of what the opposition was down there at Mount Gambier. So for me, uh, my best bet will be race four, number two, Sentinel McLaren. Okay, very good. And now I'm going to go race nine, number two, Lily Pad for Lisa Rasmussen. We're going to get her on the show very soon. Uh, another heat of the John Gray? Another heat of the John yeah. Gray. Yeah. Yep. High quality field. I think she's drawn two. They took her to Melbourne. I'll ask Lisa about what they thought. She ran fifth in Melbourne without any luck at all. On the back of um, some really good wins at Gawler. Yeah. Drawn two. Chief side's kick has drawn the one for Adrian Chevalier and has been in blistering form he, over the short course. I did a, I spoke with um, a few people about Chief Sidekick. He's had a lot of trainers and a lot of different owners. Mm. And um, I think it was uh, from t- December, 2018 to March, 2020, he only had seven starts. Mm. Like yep. he, he was just, he had hock injuries and he had um, calf injuries and Achilles injuries. And, yep. but yeah, you're right. Adrian's got him going right. I think he's won four on the trot now. He so, has. And, and, uh, you know, for a dog that's eligible for masters and running 2280, 72.76, I think yesterday out at Gawler. So, uh, what's yesterday? What's today? Now today's Tuesday. So it must've been Sunday. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Um, it all, all merges into one. But he has got him going very well. And I think he's going to lead. He's got the mm, speed to lead. Has. I think Lily Pad, um, just with that 500-meter form, chief sidekick probably just hasn't um, – might find it the last little bit. Just yeah, a bit beyond him. I think Lily Pad will be right on his back and be really hard to beat. So my best will be race nine, number two, Lily Pad. Kurt, your best race four, number two, Sentinel McLaren. Yep. And I'm really looking forward to Thursday night, as we mentioned, the SA Sprint Championship final. The heats of the John Gray. It's going to be a fantastic race. And we do encourage everyone to get out there because you can get out onto the track. Come down, have a beer, have a bet, do whatever you want to do. Come down and talk to me. Come and see the Wall of Shame or the Wall of Fame, whichever you want to call it. And, uh, yeah, Greyhound people are the most down-to-earth bunnies I reckon you can find. So uh, get down there, get some beer in your guts and uh, enjoy the racing. Okay, well, that's a look at our preview for Thursday night. The interview. Well, Kurt, uh, where it's a pleasure to have on the Dogcast for our first edition for 2021, a, a trainer which is synonymous with Greyhound Racing. Well, the name is uh, the Rasmussens, and we got Lisa Rasmussen on the line, and she's got a big hand in the SA Sprint uh, final on Thursday night with rushes, and uh, it's a real pleasure to have you on the show, Lisa. Thank you. It's great to be here. Excellent. Well. Before we jump into the SA Sprint final, and we spoke about with Rushes, um, won it when his heat last week and he's in the final, we'll just cast our minds back to 2020. And it was another fantastic year for yourself, Tony and Tara, who's in the training ranks now, and the big team behind you. And again, I think um, without the uh, official figures being in from a, a winner's point of view, but I think you might have, you know, set another record for yourself uh, as a as a combination. Um, so you must be pretty pleased with the the way the season went last year. Yeah, well, absolutely. Um, 
we haven't. I haven't done the numbers either. I was waiting for the latest kennel cameras <laughs> to let you know. But um, yeah, no, we, we've um, had a little quick look, and and uh, pretty sure that we've all upped our game and and beaten what we have done in the past. And um, Tara certainly has um, with her year as well. She's been going all right with her three little team of three. So yeah, it's it's great. It's just you know we get the dogs and we try our hardest with all of them and. And we've got a, an ownership in a lot more dogs than what we're used to. So that's the best part. Well, I think that as much as it's the team behind the names that we see in the in the form guides, you say your owners, um, you've got some really loyal owners and some syndicate groups behind you. And, and I mean, that transitions to the, the dogs that you're getting and the success that you're having. So, I mean, they do play a huge part in the ownership and the syndicates behind you. It certainly do. Um, this year coming on board, oh, we, we had um, T-Soul Sips with Terry Sollier and Jane Mallard uh, started up with us the year before last. Um, still got quite a few of their dogs, including Rushes, is one of the syndicates. Um, we've also got uh, Troy, who helps at the track. Troy Maynard owns as in a few dogs. Um, Nicholas Lally has just come on board with us last year as well, and um, he was with Punners HQ. Um, one of the dogs uh, um, that was sent down, uh, Winlock Huddy, he took own, full ownership of and we got him back to racing. And that kind of kicked us off with him because he had a injury that his previous trainer said he'd never race again. And Tony always loves a challenge. So we yep. got him up to win a few at Angle Park and then he was retired. So that's how we got Nick on board. And since then, Nick and Tony have purchased quite a few young ones. Um, one of them is debuting at, well, not, he's having his first Angle Park start. We took him over to Melbourne and won a heat and final at the Meadows for his maiden. So he's having his first start in SA, raging red line in race one tomorrow night. So fingers crossed, not tomorrow night, Thursday night. Fingers crossed for him here, trialling very well. So, yeah, that's kind of where we kick off and have a lot of fun, put it that way. Now, Lisa, it's Kurt here, mate. How are you going? I'm good, good. How if, if someone wanted to um, come to your kennels and, and get a dog trained by you, how do they go about it? And and not only that, how do they choose whether they want you or whether they want Tony? Is it is it based on looks? Because if it is, Tony's um, got way too many. <laughs> yeah, I know. He has, hasn't he? Um, yeah. <laughs> no, basically, um, we've had quite a few people contact us over the years. And it's mainly, it really is whether we have got room at the time. Yeah. Um, we, you know, uh, and if they do get in with us, it's um, the t- kennel that goes into is basically whoever's got a spare kennel yeah, um, yeah. in their shed. Well, like my shed's separate to Tony's, so if I have a spare one, I'll go in there. But Tony has more kennels than I do, so yep. yeah, he's lucky. Doesn't mean, he mean he does more of the work, though, does it? Does. <laughs> it doesn't mean he does more of the work no, just because he's got going... more kennels. <laughs> We've kind of restructured things a little bit since I've had my second knee operation, so he does a lot more of the, like, he works all the dogs now. Um, and I do a, a little bit less of, of the handling at home because they don't really do my knees much good. No, well, so, yeah, uh, that's the only thing we've changed. Given that um, your knee almost went bang again after I uh, got you to bend down for a photo the other day, it's probably a good idea that Tony handles them a little bit more because yeah. you could be in a bit of strife. But uh, yeah. <laughs> now, look, yeah. how, how many yeah, dogs yeah. do you reckon you guys have got up there? You know, race dogs, I mean, primarily, but then uh, pups as well. How many? How many do you think you might have? Yeah, we've got eighty-four in total. Sure so that is. includes um, pups, yep. brood bitches, um, dogs waiting to go in the gap, injured dogs, spelling dogs, all sorts. So we work on around about 40 to 50 that we can race during the week. Right, yep. 
and because uh, 99% of the time we only race once a unless it's a short course dog sometimes they have two in a week and then they have a week off yeah so um we don't ever like to race more than once every seven days with all our dogs yeah so that gives us a good pool to work with and we average between 10 and sometimes 16 in the meeting murray bridge sometimes we have a few more yeah but yeah just that's what we aim to do we aim to have you know we've got our monday night dogs our thursday night dogs and our murray bridge type dogs so yeah now, now you're probably that way. you're probably like me. I'm, I mean, I spend a lot of time at the track. I, I cover a lot of meetings, and you you attend a lot of meetings. And uh, I know I yep. um, have a bit of a bit of a challenge trying to strike that healthy work life sort of balance. But I I see you guys up the river on the on the weekend on Facebook. With you got the boat out, and you know the two lovebirds, Tara and Lockie, yeah, in the in the donut out the time. back. But uh, <laughs> now, how important is yeah, it for you guys yep. just to to step away from the track every now and again, and just to regain your thoughts and, oh. and have a bit of downtime? You have to, and and basically, I'm since Murray Bridge started was racing on Sundays. The boat's been basically locked in the shed for two years. Yeah. So in a way, even though I don't like to go to Gawler on a Sunday, but um, changing the meetings around has kind of benefited us because we do have more time and we can get the get us to come in on a Sunday afternoon and. Like, we still set up. We didn't yeah, go yeah. take the boat out until after two. Yeah, yeah. So it's like it was just an afternoon. It wasn't a day off. So our yeah. day off, we still do four hours work. So it's, yeah. It's, yeah, but it's still nice but, just to be able to have that yeah, little little time away from dogs, great. isn't it? It yeah. is. It's, it certainly is. And then, you you know, they, and then we had another one. Our Algae came around and he checked and made sure all the waters were still going, the sprinklers yeah. were still going, and the air conditions were still going in between. So, yeah, just so that we can get away for a couple of hours, it's, it's great. Now, now, you did touch on a dog I want to talk about, which is Raging Redline, and you've got it with Nicholas Larley. You, you own it with him as well. Um, what's the story behind mm-hmm. that dog? It seems to um, be a dog to keep an eye on. It's had two uh, Victorian runs there for two wins and uh, pretty smart times as well. And, and, I mean, you don't go over there and start favourite too often. So what can you tell us about that dog and, and uh, how you got him and, and where you think he might end up? Um, we purchased him, uh, Nick and I, and oh, my name on the papers, but Nick and Tony and I purchased him uh, directly from Toby Weeks, who breeds a lot of dogs in New South Wales. Um, previously, Nick and and as well as us and other owners had purchased. Uh, Toby had bred the dogs, but he'd on sold them, and so we purchased from say Andy Lord or um, Jackson Chalker or other people like that. But this time we decided to go straight to Toby Weeks and say, hey, you know, you've got any dogs for sale? And he did. He was one of them. Um, he came down and. We did a, he had a couple of issues because he'd just been broken in. So we gave him a bit of a spell and started working on him and he's, he's turned out quite well. Yeah. Um, his trials at Angle Park were, were looking really good. So I just had a flick through the calendar to see what was happening. And um, there was a maiden series coming up at the Meadows and the borders looked like they were going to open. So that's what we set them for. Yeah. Um, we took a couple of the young Victor dogs as well. Very handy one in that litter too, Lisa, isn't there? Yeah. Very good looking yeah, one as well. Yeah. Named yeah. after a very good looking person. Yes, yeah, no. He's, he's very nice. <laughs> he's got lovely eyes. <laughs> Thank you. Anyway, um, yeah, so that's what we did. And Tony went over and trialled first and then uh, went over again a um, week later and we did the heats and then we went over to the final. Uh, Nick and I flew over and um, I drove back with Tony and, and Nick flew home. So, yeah, it was, it was great to catch up with couple of the owners like Terry and Jane that we hadn't seen for ages and yeah. and yeah so he will eventually be staying in Melbourne yeah, okay we're just going to go through and win a juvenile and grade six and everything and um yep. and then Anthony as a party will be taking him over oh, in a couple of months go. time very good 
Now, Sean, yeah. should we take a look at the uh, final on Thursday night where Lisa has got rushes in it? Yeah, well, Lisa, um, congratulations on getting rushes through to the SA Sprint Championship final listed level. Winning his heat, winning his heat pretty impressively last week. I mean, he had to defeat a, it's a, yeah. both heats were very, very strong and he, he got the job done. He, he came out running from box one. Uh, and held them all yeah. at bay, and, and Jack's well made a late dive, and you were able to hold him off. Um, he goes to box five in the final, and, and the speed is clearly looks to be on the inside with Kurong Lucy. Um, where would you like to see rushes in the run? And, and is he a chance to, you know, is he normally a, a fast beginner? Or we know he's got a huge run home time, and we... We saw that through the Adelaide Cup Series back in October when he ran second in a heat, uh, breaking 29.5 for the run home. What Now, can he do it at both ends, and where would you like to see him? Um, I would like to see the final in two weeks' time, personally. <laughs> He's returning um, from injury, yeah? He um, he is, yeah. He hurt his groin um, three weeks, four, four weeks ago now, um, and we've, we've been working on it pretty hard to get him up, and he basically just had one trial at Murray Bridge of which we didn't get a time on because the clock didn't want to work that night. That night, sorry. Yep. And um, so it was 50-50 whether we actually put him in and we thought, oh, well, we'll nominate him, check him over, see how he is. And he drew the red, so you're always like, well, you know, we don't really want to nominate him. He's got half a chance. Yep. Um, checked him the day before again. Everything seemed fine. He slipped up the straight really, really nicely at home. And we thought, yep, yeah, we'll, we'll give him a go. We know he's going to be a bit underdone, which he was because, you know, 29-9, Although it's a good time, we know he can go a lot better. Yeah. So um, we, we're hoping to maybe be sitting second or third going around the first corner. Um, hopefully his strength, um, he's a little bit fitter and he can come home a lot stronger. And um, Yeah, but like he's going to be hard pushed to be beaten. Dogs like Shadow Mist and Kurong Lucy home, so especially from box five. If he had the red again, I'd give him a half a chance of winning. But yeah, box five does is his, his undoing. And, and sure. Lisa, with after the run, like you said, he's just come back from a groin and, and it looked like he might have had a little bit of an issue with his wrist. How has he pulled up? And and I, and I guess, how do you, um, how has his week been? What do you do? You just sort of let him out and, and sort of just have him on the lead for a little bit or you just, you work him and then um, sort of give him time off or, you, or how, have you, how have you managed him this week? Yeah, we've just changed him slightly in that we've um, given him an extra day off this week. Um, we... He has always a day off after the run. He had a slip on on Saturday morning. Mm-hmm. And then again, we slipped him on Sunday instead. So therefore, he's going to have um, the freshness going in yep. to the race just to make sure everything's A-OK. Um, we have the Axel Therapy mats, which they go on um, three days before the racing. So um, he has three 20-minute sessions on that. So that um, helps him out with injury and recovery after the races as well. So he's... Yeah, he loves sitting on that and having his little massage. Mm. Um, apart from that, yeah, he's, we're actually trying to get a bit of weight off him as well because he put on a bit of hood, but mm. that's all right. We're well, all that happens that. over we'll Christmas whether you're a dog or a person, so <laughs> it <laughs> does. You can't be upset about <laughs> it that. Does. It does. Um, well, Lisa, on Thursday night, yeah, you on Thursday night, you've actually got um, a really strong hand uh, throughout the card of racing. You've got a couple of dogs also in the heats of the John Gray that we just probably want to just quickly touch on. Mm-hmm. Um, American Man yep. is in the second heat, uh, drawn box two, and yeah. gee, he's been he's been a fabulous dog for you. He's made a lot of feature finals. Um, he hasn't yeah. won for at Angle Park for a little bit, but he just he puts in every week, doesn't he? 
Yeah, he's he's our little superstar. Well, he's not little, he's big. <laughs> um, yeah, and he gives 100% every time he goes around. He just loves it. He's so relaxed at home and so relaxed travelling to and from the track and getting out the car and he's still asleep. And like, come on, mate, it's time to go for a run. And he's going to be the perfect pet, as his brother and sister are. I think Grantly Stevens has got his sister um, from Gap. Mm-hmm. And his other brother is also um, in uh, retirement as well already. So, and he's living with some pussy cats. So they're, you know, quite a happy family that lot. <laughs> um, yeah, but he's just been a super dog, and we'll just keep potting her along with him as long as he's happy. Um, I, actually, I think I'll give him half a chance in that heat um, just to pause out. There's a heck of a lot of pace, yep. and I think he can, you know, just duck in and, and get a good sit behind him and, and come home over the top. So yeah, it's best chance to win for a while, I think. And in and in heat three of the John Gray race nine, uh, Lily Pad, mm-hmm. you took you popped across the border. Yeah. That was one of the ones who popped across. Ran fifth at the Meadows and had no luck whatsoever. Um, on the back of oh, some yeah, strong exactly. performances at Gawler, drawn two on Thursday. What do you think about yeah. uh, her chances? Um, I think she's got a good chance. She's going to have to step, um, and. I think she'll probably get the sit behind Chief Sidekick, who Adrian Chevalier has got him flying at the moment. So congratulations to Adrian. Um, Yeah, just get the sit behind him, and I think she will be too strong for him. Um, That's Yeah, we purchased her actually as a future breeding prospect. Um, She's by Fernando out of a Reldebar, which is Fanabale's sister. So that's kind of, you know, our future sitting there and... We've already got a straw for her and her, her husband marked out. So, yeah, when she she's just have her half a dozen probably more starts and then um, we'll put, book, pack her away and put her in the breeding barn. That she's too valuable to be racing all and the time. She's so, definitely got her yeah, box too, hasn't she, Lisa, in box too? Oh, yeah, she loves inside. I think if she'd have drawn the inside of the meadow, yeah. it would have been a different yeah, story. Yeah, oh, the box draw can kill you, can't it? Um, you, 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 yeah. you sort of... Um, yeah, certainly you, can. You can go from uh, elation to a heartbreak when a, when a box draw comes out. And if you see you've got the, the yellow and black, <laughs> yeah. regardless of whether you're a Tiger supporter or not, you're in strife a lot of the time. But, uh, yeah, um, for sure. So the four, sure. of the four you've got racing on Thursday night, Lucy, you've got Raging Redline, like we've talked about, American Man, you've got Rushes, who we've covered, and mm-hmm. Lilypad. What, what would be your best bet for the listeners yeah. out there today? Uh, probably Lilypad. Okay. Um, I've probably put the mockers on her now. Yeah, Lilypad be the <laughs> best. Um, Russia's a, a very good place chance. American man needs that little bit of luck going through the first corner. Um, raging red line, he'll he'll be starting really really short. I'm presuming. So yeah, he's two eighty at the moment, but I, I, I reckon he'll start odds on myself. Yeah. But um, even, yeah, yeah. Even though he has got those Richmond colours on that have been successful for Matty Payne and uh, <laughs> and the likes, yeah. he's uh, I think like you said he's yeah. he's got a real big future ahead of him, and I don't think the box draw is going to bother him yeah, too much. Yeah. So um, no. no, it should should be a good night on uh, Thursday night, Lisa. So uh, all the best and good luck to you, Sean. You got anything else you want to say? No, no, goodbye? no. I think that's we're pretty much at the end. So Lisa, thank you very much for joining us on the show. We wish you the very best of luck on Thursday night with rushes in the big one. Thank uh, you. With with uh, a you. wonderful season that you guys had last season and long may it continue this season. Thank you very much. And, yeah, we're also part owners of Rushes, so that kind of gives you an extra incentive to cheer him over the line. So thank well, you very much, guys. Good luck, Lisa. All the best and take care, my friend. Thank you. See you, mate. Bye-bye. Well, that's another edition of the show. Pretty much all wrapped up, Kurt. Thank you again for your time today. No, that's all right. It's been a pleasure. I feel like I'm on sunrise. I've got the window out the front here and no one's tapped on it to get me to dance and sing or anything, but uh, it's uh, it's a nice little setup here. So hopefully I'll be back.
Uh, and thank you for tuning in to this edition of the Dogcast. And we hope to see you all back at the track very, very soon. <laughs>